Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In order to support our show, we need the help of some great advertisers. And we want to make sure those advertisers are ones you'll actually want to hear about. But we need to learn a little bit more about you to make that possible. So, go to podsurvey.com slash bonfire and take a quick anonymous survey that will help us get to know you better. That way, we can bring on advertisers you won't want to skip. Once you've completed the quick survey, you can enter for a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card. Terms and conditions apply. Again, that's podsurvey.com slash B-O-N-F-I-R-E. Thanks for your help. I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J Okerson, and welcome to the Bonfire Podcast. You can hear our full show every day on SiriusXM. Go to SiriusXM.com slash bonfire for a special offer. And now, the Bonfire with Big J Okerson and Dan Soder. Our guest is hooking up. Cigarette on the table. That's how you know it means business. Yes. Hi guys. And cigarette so in the jealous. mouth. I'm so Please welcome jealous. back to the show one of the greatest of all time, who you can catch at Caroline's. December 27th through the 30th, it's Dave Attell. Dave Attell.com for tickets. Go check them out in New York City, December 27th through the 30th. I was thinking about it, and Christine um, uh, emailed me, and uh, I was looking at the email, and we have the same thing from last year of like, hey, we're not going to be in studio. We got to do it on Zoom. So... We've come yeah. a long way, people. We really have. Hey, are. we're there. Look at us right back to where we were, just like kids. It's all back down. But I was it's ready all... to come in. I brought the holiday treats. Yes. Oh, oh, man. In person, that would have been awesome. Christine's going to have to change her panties after this. <laughs> I'm not the first guy to be talking about candy on Zoom, I assume. Tonight. No, no, no. no I, that's, uh, I assume that's how people lure children over to their home. Candy. I'm going to give it to a first responder. Why not? Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, why not? That, if you're pulling bodies out, dude, might as well have some Reese's or some Kit Kats. <laughs> well, we're going, Christ- fellas. When me and Christine came over to visit you, I remember you had the, when they were doing the cheering for the first responders, and you had like a, a professional like trumpet player would come do a whole thing. Yes. Like, really? the street from you or something. Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a Broadway guy or something, right? Or symphony. Oh, Jay, that was three variants ago. <laughs> that's how i keep time now because yeah. that's so three variants that's funny i always i measure uh cost of things in schindler jews how many jews does that cost yeah how many what jews could i that? have gotten what okay. else could i have gotten this guitar could probably be four jews this globe could be half a jew uh you're that's getting ready in black and white and i was watching that on the road and i fell asleep and i came I, I, I came back, you know, like I woke up and Raging Bull was on. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> at least they're fighting back. Yeah. <laughs> this one, they punched at least they're finally fighting back. Um, which go, you're doing the uh, the week at Caroline's. Who's doing it with yeah. you this year? Uh, I got a bunch of people coming in. Uh, Nicole Amy is going to be there. She's coming in from L.A. Okay. 
Uh, Karen is going to be there, you know, at the stand. She's great, honestly. Yeah. I'm lucky to get her. And uh, Ian's going to come by. Um, uh, Louis Cass uh, is going to be there. Oh, yeah. So, and then we're going to probably have a couple of drop bys, but you guys are always welcome to come by. I always oh, offer, yeah. honestly, if you want to. Well, I always uh, try to come at least watch one. I, uh, uh, damn. I, miss- I can't think of anything better than Times Square this time of year. I'm yeah. <laughs> People coming together and just being I don't together. Know what to say. No, it's fine. I was going to go lick some benches anyway. And if I'm in the yeah. area, I'll be in the area. How about you guys? Are you going to be on the road for the holiday or are you going to stay uh, stay in New York? I'm staying. I'm staying in New York, yeah. I'm staying in New York. I'm going to go. Uh, I have a New Year's gig in Providence. Oh, that'll be fun. And that's uh, And that's it. Yeah, and then we'll see. We'll see if I don't have this COVID or not. Um, are you guys... Been... Uh... Wait, are you guys... Are you guys uh, constantly testing? Because that's the hard thing now is to get a test. No, it is. No, I got I tested could. today. I'm waiting to hear back. And uh, I did. I did a um, rapid test because I was in Boston all this weekend doing shows. So when I got back, I gave myself. No, I Danny means rapid. COVID. Danny means COVID. Not your age. Not oh. your home age tests. Oh no! Well, that's usually through a bunch of beakers and burning liquids. <laughs> I determine if I have HIV or not. Well, you know what? The uh, uh, the lines have never been longer. I, yeah, I it's know. crazy. Looks like and new iPhones are coming out. Like a little tent. You see that? Yeah. Little 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 COVID tents. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, I, I've used the tent. In fact, the guy, I used the tent one time, and the guy was like, hey, just uh, screen grab the picture of your of your uh, code thing, you know? And he's like, next time you want to get tested, just walk up and show me this. I just like show it to him, and he's like, and, I'll, and you can get tested. Wow. Nice. VIP. Clear. Oh yeah, dude! It's it's the bottle service of COVID, Dave. <laughs> instead of them bringing you a, a instead of them bringing you a, a bottle of vodka with a sparkler in it, they shove a swab up your nose. Yeah, yeah. those swabs have gotten thinner and they go deeper with them now. Oh, <clears throat> but at least they should have a flap or something, just a little privacy. Maybe I'm old, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just fuck Sorry, my nose in front of all these people. Sorry, Dave. We're way more street person. Yeah, we're we're way more open. We do it in front of everyone. I love to watch people getting tested. I'm a voyeur. I'm a test voyeur. Yeah, that's the new kink. Yeah, Christine, do you have that story up? Because we were talking about Schindler's List. uh, This thing about the third graders acting out the Holocaust. Is this like the is this like the power experiments they used to do with the? uh, No, I think it was just they have like the they do like police or like wardens and. uh, Yes, prisoners. Seventies. Yeah, yeah. And then all the kids got super mean. Mm -hmm. That's how my parents met. (laughs) (laughs) My father was one of the guards. My mother a prisoner. Yeah, yeah. In uh, in mock in mock prison, (laughs) they met in mock prison. What brought you two together? Just role playing. Yeah, it was. um, It was was an after school special. They were. Uh, I remember about that. Oh yeah, they uh, did. A, they the did teacher a movie turned too. all the kids into Nazis. Well, this well, is a, a staff librarian to, to, in DC directed third graders. Can you go down, Christine? <coughs> I can't read it. Well, it's a weird thing that the headline itself was weird because it says to reenact scenes from the Holocaust. Like, you mean events of the Holocaust? Scenes? No, they go. Like no, they, they go think scenes. it's fake. Yeah. yeah, you know, scenes from that fable, the Holocaust. <laughs> you know that tale they tell to get sympathy. <laughs> But isn't um, it a real story here, a librarian? I mean, 
if anybody just sits there quietly more, it's these people. Yeah, well, that's they're they were so proactive, you know. Well, yeah, Dave, they're just sitting there, th- kick, cooking up cockamamie schemes <laughs> to make third graders relive the thinking Holocaust. Of, thinking of Squid Games for for children, <laughs> <laughs> historical Squid Games for these children to participate in. Well, apparently, well, this, uh, this right librarian in D.C. directed the third graders to reenact the Holocaust, including asking them to dig ditches for mass graves and simulate shootings. Yes. According to an According email to an e- that the yeah. school's principal sent that's, to parents. That's the part that's striking me more than anything here. Well, yeah. All this information was given to them uh, according to an email the school's principal sent to parents late. Was he sending that email like, hey, parents, just so you know, we're doing the Holocaust. Some kids will be digging <laughs> mass graves and doing some uh, mass hey guys. A couple hey, guys, what's things, going on? It's Principal Davis. Just want to let you guys do where we're doing more of an immersive thing now where the kids actually live out the Holocaust. We got one kid. Dude, they gave one kid instruction. We're doing a, bake, we're doing a bake sale fundraiser to uh, be able to afford the uh, armbands. The yeah. armbands are uh, pretty expensive. One student was instructed to portray Hitler. Wow. Which that kid, that kid's going to be obnoxious the rest of his life. Yeah. I like it how it was uh, digging ditches. Like she had them just do like chores around her house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Take a few ditches, clean out those gutters, you know, like in the Holocaust. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know this. I don't know if you guys know this, but in the Holocaust, a lot of Jews power washed driveways. Yeah. It's gonna be funny it's after this. They, 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 they know nothing about the Holocaust now, but they all know karate, like karate kid from doing these chores. <laughs> He goes. Did we learn? Did we learn about World War Two? No. Are we efficient in Miyagi style? <laughs> Miyagi do karate. Yeah. Miyagi Prune the trees. Do. Prune the trees. Dig the hole. He's Dude. like, keep an eye on them, little Hitler. I'm going to Nordstrom's. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let these prisoners use the bathroom. <laughs> little Hitler, you're in charge till I get back. Yeah. And if you if you're good, I'll give you some speech juice. She's just giving them fucking booze, just feeding these third graders daiquiris. Yeah, you know, when they ask the kids, they're going to go, uh, were you instructed to play Hitler? He's like, instructed? It was my honor. I yeah. can't believe I was able to do that. It's the lead what did you, I got the lead in the what Holocaust. Did you, what did you do today in school, Jimmy? And he's like, I ran the Third Reich. <laughs> I mean, you learned about the Third Reich? Like, no, no, no. There was a lot of important decisions to be made. No, Did we I, take uh, Poland or not? He goes, well, I led with Poland because obviously, you know, a win's a win. <laughs> Dude, this is crazy. The staff member has been placed on administrative leave while the matter is investigated. The episode has been referred to the district central equity response team. What do you think the thing, what do you think the tell was that they ended up having to report it? Was it the ditches? Uh, was it, I bet it was uh, Little Hitler. Fake, I bet Little Hitler came into the play. I think Little Hitler came back to like he went to math class too confident or art. He was in art, just being like, "Oh, you don't mean he, he, you don't think he he turned on him? He wasn't a rat. You're saying he just wore it too long. He kept yeah. going. He took yeah. yeah. He took his Hitler act. He took his Hitler act to the lunchroom. That's not. Oh well, the student assigned to the role of Hit, Hitler is Jewish, according to a parent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. His, his Hitler act. That's hilarious. He goes, ah, when I was in third grade, I had this Hitler act. <laughs> I would do, oh, I would do this Hitler. Yeah, they wrote a play around it. I don't know, man. I just, this one librarian, what if she's one of these kids' favorite teachers when they grow up? 
<laughs> like, ah, I want to thank that librarian for teaching me. I don't think, Dave, did you ever have a teacher when you were young that you felt even really cared enough to dig into a project like this? I feel like all of our teachers were just getting through the 45 minutes. I think a lot of them were teachers because they were uh, dodging the draft. So they were just really <laughs> alive, you know? <laughs> yeah. You can't kill like, me. I'm a teacher. I'm all those movies. Guys fill out the ditto, you know, whatever that was. <laughs> I don't ever. I've never. I never had a dangerous minds turn the chair around type of teacher. I never had yeah. one that just like took a such a major interest in like uh, turning lives or teaching. They were all just like fine with it. None of them were yeah. that upset if you didn't do good. <laughs> like I never felt it, the heart, the teacher that cares this much. I I can't say I had that. That was not a big influence on me. If anything, this- was not a big influence. It was always like you know, you see this guy. He's dumb, but he's rich. Look at him. I've had a sixth grade, but he, you know, copper yeah. wire or something. <laughs> Did you not have a uh, a stand and deliver? <laughs> you, gotta, yeah, you gotta learn math, man. If you David, want to man, you gotta learn these. Dave, you gotta learn these jokes, man. You gotta learn premises <laughs> and punchlines. Essay. I'm gonna help you. I'm gonna walk you through it. Essay. Um. Yeah, I never. I can't think of one teacher who gave a shit. Teachers, this is this kind of thing happened. Never got in like, trouble for playing hooky because a teacher was even that concerned about that. They were like, whatever. No, but Jay, this kind of thing happens once, like every three years. A teacher thinks they're really going to break through by making them do like reenact a slave auction, and then they're like, "Hey, uh, all the kids are mad. All the kids' parents are mad, and you have to be fired now." Or they try to make, or they try to take like that Michael Richards like shock approach. Like you're all faggots. Ooh, words, 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 words. Am I right? (laughs) Yeah. Ooh, we're all saying crazy words. What's the meaning behind the words? But just go and start giving uh, preachy lessons. Like, ah, I think the teacher called us faggots today. You know, it's the weird thing though is that they all wear masks, so maybe they will associate masking with learning. You know? Yeah. I really need to tell you something. Okay, let me put on my mask. Yeah, know? hold on. Let me get my let me get my not their magic power. You know their their cape. <laughs> let me put on my knowledge muzzle, and we'll yeah. get to work. <clears throat> I don't know, man. It's uh, this kind of thing. This kind of stunt when they try to do this is always backfires. It never goes through. So well, this person, I know more out? teachers. I know more people who have fucked you or stories of teachers who have fucked students than teachers that have cared so much about students that made it their entire lives, like Joe Clark and Lean On Me. Where These people aren't out there. Someone who cares that much about the youth, they don't care. Yeah, yeah you fell through the cracks. That's what happened. Yeah. Everybody I talk to in an audience who's a teacher is always, I'm like, do you love it? They're like, no. <laughs> I hate it. I just fucking count in time until I get my pension. Yeah, you didn't, no you didn't like, find a teacher that tried to take something you like and use it in the curriculum like, you like uh, light matches, right? <laughs> yeah. What if I told you that was all science? Yeah. You know what? Just because you know, he worked at those, like, just because he worked, yeah, I guess you, you probably see him at those, like, fancy fucking, like, uh, you know, academy schools. You know what I mean? I bet there's teachers there yeah. who, like, really give a shit when it's a place that's like a, you yeah, know, that's what's it. funny. I bet from those pictures of him being a professor, I bet 
Jeffrey Epstein it was that teacher for so many people <laughs> like yeah. people he didn't fuck just people were like yo this guy just cares man he's so smart and he's just such a great guy <laughs> he broke he broke down economics like it was almost like I was saving my allowance and he really changed the way I looked at money in general he did what Ooh, not the not the Epstein I know not the Epstein I know uh, not Professor Epstein he wouldn't do those things oh this is that teacher in DC, she's like, "Hey guys, I want you to show up tomorrow with a shovel. Wear your pajamas, all right? <laughs> we're, gonna have, yeah. we're gonna have quite a day." Yeah. <laughs> Take the story down, Christine. Make us all full screen again. Uh, God damn it, that's so man. I've never. Yeah, that was that one famous one in the seventies where they had the kids do the prison and stuff, and they started being mean like right. Yeah, but away. that was at Stanford, and it was college kids, so they were almost adults. This was third graders. Yeah, well, you get them young. They should do that. Now Now this dude that goes, all right, I guess we'll yeah. just do the prison thing. I was trying to mix <laughs> shit up. <laughs> oh, they don't like flashcards, so we got to act like they're yeah. prisoners. So I can't do the Armenian genocide next quarter? Well, then I have to work on my <laughs> <Yeah>. curriculum. <laughs> well, fuck me running, because in the spring we were going to do the Sudanese Civil War. But I guess these kids aren't going to lo- learn who the Hootsie... The, 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 the t- <laughs> I fucked it up. I didn't know the tribes. I blew it. That's pot. It was you so just said to do it. You know, uh, I think Paul Pot said it best. Like, <laughs> <laughs> doesn't get enough these attention. These kids <laughs> want to learn, man. Uh, yeah, who takes like just a bold experiment like that? I mean, well, every teacher I've ever had was was absolutely okay. If it was a day where they could just show us a TV thing or a movie or something, they would just would. Like they just never were. They just did exactly what the book said and, and wanted to like eat their bagel and drink their coffee while we did work. Did you guys do field trips? Because that was like a learning experience, you know. Like, yeah. Where, what was your Dave? What was your favorite field trip you ever went on? We went to. Um, I lived on Long Island, so we went to go uh, where Newsday was made. Paper. <laughs> yeah. It's this the the, the uh, print setter guy. You know, it's like three fingers. You know. The printing machine is a hungry animal. <laughs> Not operated when you're drunk, you know? And then we went to Grumman, where they made missiles. So they were really training us up for a couple of different careers. But uh, I remember, like, these weird field trips, like, you know, you know, uh, hey, you know, if it doesn't work out in school, we're going to tell you take you to a place where you might you get work, it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> we're all but going to Jiffy Lube. Those those first two field trips. Been to a loading dock. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna take you by a union office. Get comfortable here. Yeah. I owe, school trips for me though. I think we said this in the show a while back, a couple years ago. We talked about this, but school trips, like the field trips, like the day long ones where we go to like D.C. and look at all the historic stuff. I bring back back nothing of the rich history or whatever we were doing or the information we were doing. It was always about like hooking up or talking to a girl or something or what you can get while you were out there. Like what could we buy while we're out there? Yeah. Some gift shop and shit. Like it's all we ever cared about. Yeah. Imagine wanting to learn on a field trip. (laughs) There was like also less penalties with like you're you're the teacher and you went out with like 20 kids and you came back with 18. You're like, I don't know. Two of them them are going to have a story. Relax. Oh, I was like, I also think field trips where I saw, you saw teachers get loose a little bit. I definitely saw a few of them crack a cigarette once or twice. Yeah. Oh, dude, the best was always when you would have chaperones that were kids in your class as parents, and you got mm-hmm. to see either how big a dork 
how mean they were. <laughs> Where you're like, oh, oh, Nick's mom's fucking mean. I chaperoned. Was- I chaperoned once, and they uh, and literally every, all of Isabel's friends thought I was a pirate. They said, and then it just it looked uh, the optics of it looked bizarre. It's always like three three moms and one unemployed dad, you know? <laughs> yeah, that was me. I was the unemployed dad. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. I would go. He goes, hey, kids, I'm kind of in a rut right now, but I think I can watch you look at dinosaur bones. I was thinking about old- all, like, in New York, just, like, all the stuff that you would never do with a large group because, like, we would get on the Long Island Railroad Jesus. and then get into Penn Station and, while holding hands, walk through Penn Station to the subway. Then we get on the subway. It was, like... There's a million ways that would go wrong now, you know. Yeah, it's oh, like yeah. honestly, that would have been like a horrible experience. Dude, I was, I was it's like, Isabella. what's going on in this subway? Do you know, Dad? I was, uh, I think was Isabella. Uh, when I would take her to Girl Scout stuff, like I was the only father that ever went, and uh, you know, she she went to like a Freeport one, so it's like kind of the hood, her Girl yeah. Scouts thing, and so I would said something. I go. Isabella, am I the only father who ever comes to this stuff? And she was like, yeah. I go, no father. Is it weird that I come? Like, do no other fathers come? And she goes, Dad. I kept saying this, like, kind of loud. And she was like, Dad, a lot of them don't have fathers. <laughs> and, like, she wasn't wrong. That's the thing. Like, a bunch of them just didn't have fathers around. So, so they, were, they were getting just awkward. You? Yeah. They would like they me very to? much. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, see, you you guys had East Coast field trips. I grew up in Colorado, so we would go to caves... Or places where <laughs> we did that places we, or places where we killed Indians. That was a big one. They would just oh, wow. take us. That's big. They would just take us to where like massacres happened of Native Americans. Wow. Yeah, and they're like this is hey. where the sla- the sla- the slaughter of Aurora. Yeah, no, but they would. They'd be like, all right, well, we can go over to Cripple Creek where uh, it was a mining <laughs> a town, and then you're like, <laughs> yeah, it was all Mine shit like that. that. <laughs> they love taking us. They would take us to jobs that uh, don't exist anymore, like silver miners or like fucking donkey trainers. Yeah, Long Island. I feel like they should have took you guys to like Boeing and like a DJ Academy. <laughs> like, <laughs> the two ways it could possibly turn out. This is a gym. Some of you guys are going to be personal trainers. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the exciting field of catering. <laughs> it's like hey. a party but you do everything <laughs> but I, did, I, was, I was out in uh in uh i was out there and like honestly that town is all north face everybody there looks like they're ready to climb something i mean oh everybody God, yeah. so, do they so wake up and they're all, they, you can't take off your fleece in colorado or you die yes. and i've been watching all these movies about these these guys who are like master uh, rock climbers, yeah, and all of them are on the spectrum. You know, it's, it's kind <laughs> yeah. of like that's the thing that they like latch onto this like life and death thing. But I was well, just thinking, like, growing up, how like rock climbing was like. I guess for you, for you guys, that was like you know considered like yeah, okay, cool, you're smart and all, but how's your uh, you know how's your ascent? You know, can you free, <laughs> can you free climb? How high yeah, can you free climb? Or you know what's going on? But also, that? Dave, that's interesting. I didn't know they were on the spectrum. It's kind of that's the West Coast version of autistic kids with trains. 
is Colorado yeah. autistic kids just know how to climb real well. They're all like, it's amazing. Like their moms are like, you know, we didn't know what to do with them. But then he got involved in this rock climbing and like it really like it was like whatever. It, it's like, <laughs> better than Ritman, you know. We call them koala brains in koala, in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> All they know how to do is eat leaves and climb. I think it's outside we Denver. Would climb, we would climb power, you know, like uh, telephone poles and power cables and stuff like that. And that yeah. was like the amazing, like, this guy got like right up to the wire. You know, this guy's, <laughs> like, yeah. this guy's like amazing. This guy's like magical. Like he's alive, you know? Yeah, we had some towers and stuff you can climb like that. Like the like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Gilbert Grape. Yeah, yeah. Get <laughs> Just down. climb, and then the whole town has to come over and get you down. A water tower <laughs> or something, you know. Yeah, dude. We had a uh, we had a bunch of that, but um, I always feel like in Denver though. Now I love Denver, by the way, but I feel like everybody there is. I think they're dressed like they're ready to go climbing anytime. But I think it's just a look out there. I think people move there from all over now. I think it's a very it like uh, it's a very like uh, what do you call that? like transplant town at this point. And I think well, everyone just goes there and can't wait to put on the, their nicest, like you know winter how, jackets and shit. You know how Tony Hinchcliffe moved to Austin and now he rocks the cowboy look. Yes, exactly. Every, like that is what I mean. Everybody goes to Colorado and then they, they even, no matter where they're from, they move to Denver and then they go to the REI and they just come back out looking like a different person in hiking boots and yeah. light jeans. Yeah, you have like your pants are always like held on by suspenders. Like yeah, you have a, you have a tra- snowboarding suspenders. Yeah, you have a trail mix recipe. You call it your apartment. You call it base camp. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up at base camp and then I ascended to work, where yeah. I worked for seven to eight hours. Yeah. I only deal in military time and knots measurements. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they. Good. Oh, go ahead, Dave. No, I had nothing. To- I was just like. I did D.C. That was awesome. And then I did uh, Denver. Like I hit some towns and there's a lot of fans, comedy fans like watching this. So I hit a lot of towns during the I guess you could say the good good months when I was yeah. like, wow, this, this is awesome. You know, like this is great. And then there was a couple of, you know, there was a couple of like rough and ready towns as well. But uh, the majority of the crowds that came out were, were I think we can all agree were great. But yeah. soldiers continuously brings it crazy. I mean, honestly. Crazy. It's amazing how this guy has put that together. It's really crazy. It's gone. Yeah, those uh, those it's shows. Gone. Those is it really? The dome's gone. gone. It's gone. Yeah, they Damn. moved though. They moved to another location, right? That's what I was. No, I, I don't think he has a. No, I think he's just like using temporary locations. I might be wrong about that, but I was heard that, temporary. He hasn't have an actual official location. Yet, was that think. Joel's? So that dome was his field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Yeah, I think he's. I think they got ran out by the uh, locals. Damn. Really. But yeah, that was, I mean, that was killer. That that was one of the gigs that saved comedy in the quarantine. It really did, yeah. And he, he showed me, he said, he's like, I'm, I'm bringing it indoors. I'm, gonna, I'm like, you should just keep doing this outdoors. I mean, like, this is like one of the best, honestly, it had, <laughs> you know, yeah. it was like, you either play Red Rock when you're out west. Well, you play- <laughs> yeah. Here's what you do, dude. And, but they did, that, that audience had the feel of a 70s concert film. Like they were yeah. like, they were always like, Jesus, you guys are fucking into this. It was great. Dave, had you but, ever done comedy at Red Rock for like an oddball or something? Yeah, no, I hosted like a, a band thing and um, a long, long time ago. And I was like, this is like an amazing thing for everything but comedy. You know, That's like, what I was going hosted- to say that I go, I go it's uh, the most amazing thing for bands. But I couldn't see doing comedy there being awesome. It's like too cool. Like the, yeah. the surrounding, it was like that red lights and all that shit. And like, 
That's where Incubus is supposed to play. You're not supposed to tell a cum joke. Yeah, it's like it's like a Greek amphitheater. Like you're supposed to do some kind of crazy, you know, like speech or something because you're standing. Yeah. You're all on rocks, sitting on rocks, and you're like in front of them. You know, I, I felt weird. I just felt weird the whole time. But the cool of it is, is that like you know, for some reason, like people party extra hard when they're there because they're like, you know, I don't know. It's like we're at Red Rock, and like I know the Dead play there, like every couple of months or something. I don't know what they do, but they always either start or end the tour there. And I'm always in Denver when that happens. Like the dead are um, playing. And it's funny because like you'll be in a hotel and there'll be like a 60 year old guy dressed like we were talking, you know, <laughs> and he's like, you know, this is like my hundredth concert or something like, you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. whatever the number is. And you're just like, Hey, we all pick different things in life. You know, <laughs> those guys, so, go, it's like, it's like the, I think, the average of someone who would call themselves a deadhead is like hundreds of shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred would be like you can't even get near the merch table. I think. At yeah. What What are you at, DJ Lou? What are you at for Pearl Jam shows? Eighty two. Yeah, you're not even. You're barely a fan. Have you guys? It's <laughs> barely a fan, dude. You're garbage. That sucks. I thought you gave it's a not, shit. It's not, <laughs> it's not true. It's not. I can't true believe it's not in triple digits. You fucking. <laughs> Damn, man. You're, I guess you're a Nirvana guy, I guess. What only tour every three years. This is all I can do. Dave, have you watched any of the the HBO Music Box documentaries? Uh, no, I haven't seen them yet. The Woodstock one or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw that one, yeah. Uh, the that 99. Was, yeah, that one yeah. was wild. That was, a, that was a crazy documentary. They made a couple of them now. Um, they have this one about this guy, Juice World. I just watched. The Atlantis Morris set one was good. Are you watching them all, DJ Lou? Yes, every single one I saw. Are the uh, I didn't see the one about the guy who started disco. Was that great, Mister Saturday Night? Yeah, that was probably the best one. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, okay. watch that thought, one. What are these Woodstock on again? These are on a, these are on HBO, HBO Max. They're on HBO mm-hmm. Max. But there's one, and you watch the Juice World one. Oh, what yeah. a piece of shit that was! I watch it. It's Juice World's a rapper, quote unquote. I guess that got uh, entertainer that got killed. Mm-hmm. Or didn't get what killed, right? He, he OD'd, right? That's right. That's right. It must have been. When? It's just a documentary, I don't know, like a year or so ago, but he. Oh. It's. The music is completely auto tuned nonsense. The documentary is a bunch of people just saying how great he was, but it's all just dumb people, it seems like. The people it's like oh. interviewing are always like, yo, he had a next level thing. And it was just him doing auto tune stuff. And nonstop taking drugs, crushing up pills and doing it nonstop. So, and then they're like, and then sadly, uh, he died. You're like, let me stop you right there. Died from an OD. (laughs) That was coming uh, a mile away. It was just, I don't know if it was more of like a celebration of his music or what. It was just terrible. It was so bad. I, I just never felt, I never felt less bad for a person's legacy who passed away. I wouldn't be able to tell you a Juice World. Do you have any of his music, Lou? Well, there's, that's also those documentaries that don't do serve. When you watch a documentary about someone and it doesn't do them any service, where you're like, "Oh, you made me not like this person more," and I think that wasn't your intention. It's What's the song called? Uh, Lucid Dreams. This was his yeah. This is hit. his hit. That sounds like Post Malone. Dave, you're a big fan, right? You have all the Juice World songs. Is it uh, what is that? Skrillex or uh, <laughs> yeah. no? No, Skrillex actually makes those noises, though. Like, 
This guy's just saying words, and there's a microphone and production happening around him. I don't understand what was... Are the lyrics that great? I don't know. It just sounds like one note over and over again. And, and this... So it why was they make two hours long. I don't know why. <laughs> That's what I want to ask HBO Max. Why do they make a documentary about this guy? I would. I want to watch the Alanis Morissette one because she she was definitely like a road warrior. She toured so hard, like through the entire nineties. I guess whatever. Oh, yeah. That was. yeah, like she was just like incredible. Like I remember, like all those like just fest outdoor, like all that kind of stuff over and over and over. So. What's really funny about her is she still looks great, by the way. But what's funny is she does look like a mom now. Like I it went, like I stopped seeing her ever when she was still kind of like the mousy, yeah, you know, like a like female Jim Morrison kind of like slinking around thing. And now to see her, she's like just like a mom. <laughs> she looks like she looks completely like a mom. But uh, she's she looks great. But I mean, like, uh, but it is pretty funny. And she says now that that song is not about Dave Coulier. Bullshit. Bullshit. She said, "I was. Do you remember that? You ever hear that theory, Dave?" Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's my I first thing I ever said to him. him live. That was always the weird thing of like, well, what, then I would look at his tour dates and he's playing the same clubs. You know, <laughs> he should have gotten more of a pop off of it. Yeah, the, the Atlantis Morissette push. He goes, "I did full you get house." Get the Morissette bump. <laughs> yeah, he goes, "I did full house." Then uh, Atlantis Morissette uh, said I was a piece of shit, so that packed it out. Here's well, another she, thing. When's the last time you guys went to like a, a live show though? Like, when's the last time you went to like a concert? Not- uh, I went to a concert a couple weeks ago with Ari and uh, Katie. We went and saw LCD Sound System. Okay, and did they check everything like that kind of thing? Do that? Yeah, they thing? they checked to make sure everyone was vaccinated, and then uh, it was good. You know, it was uh, um, it felt like pre-pandemic kind of. You only saw a couple people in masks. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Um, I, we went to see Genesis live walking in thinking Genesis live for the first time in my life at the garden. I, I if I get COVID for this, I understand. And I left <laughs> leaving saying I wouldn't have taken a light hangnail for that horrible, horrible <laughs> show, that horrible, horrible <laughs> show. How dare he, <laughs> how dare he suck so bad. Wow. That's sad. Well, he's, he yeah. is. He's very old. Yeah, he's sitting in a chair the whole time. They don't, they don't, uh, you know, what do you call it? They don't promote that at all. You get there and he's sitting in a chair, not even a stool. Pay, they don't pay him enough to stand up. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you want me to get up? Give me more money. I always want more money. And then he gets up and walks with a cane, like off. When they left, and I saw that they're doing an encore, and I saw him leaving the stage before the encore. I was like, oh god. Oh, man, no. it's going to be 20 minutes to get him back out on the stage. I'm like, just leave him oh, there. Someone said throw a blanket over him like that comic. What was that comic Oh, Ollie story? Joe Porter? Yeah. Oh, Ollie Joe Porter, yes. <laughs> just throw a blanket over him. He's just like, I'm going to sit here and smoke a cigarette under this sheet. Pull uh, it when you want me to sing. That's Isn't so Madison Square cool. Garden the coolest? Like, I, I did that uh, 9-11 benefit. That was uh, Pete Davidson and Jon Stewart's, you know, charity. Yeah. For- yeah. First responders and like honestly like the whole like system they have there it's like such a amazing amazing experience and then we because we we're backstage we got to see like you know like the load in like we're like yeah. you know kids played there they would like load in like you know 20 rvs or whatever it was like it's crazy see, like, imagine in your mind like all the crazy stuff that went on there you know? yeah yeah 
Yeah, it's a pretty cool place. That's got to be badass. You especially get to see all behind the scenes thing. One time I got to go to the WWE was at Barclay Center, and I had been I'd been to the Barclay Center before for concerts and stuff. But I went with Michael Che, and since the WWE and SNL have a good relationship, they sent him like a car and they like drove us in and took an elevator down. It was fucking crazy. That is cool. I've never yeah. been to that. Then you get to see a bunch of men in their underwear, dude. You're yeah, fiend. dude, I did. And some of them took home the U.S. championship that night, Jay. And two of them oh. were in a ladder match. So why don't you change your tone? Did they take pictures with you like you were a Make-A-Wish kid? No, they didn't. Were you gave number one fingers, number one forever fingers? I was too scared to ask. <laughs> no, no selfie in a headlock? Come on. Yeah. God damn it. Where were you guys when I needed you that afternoon before I went where I could plan my photos? Did we... Uh, I don't know if I said this on air or anything or not, but my thing with seeing celebrities on an airplane now, it's like if I notice them when the plane starts, I'd rather be on a plane with no celebrities because when I am, I'm consumed the whole trip with what I have to do or not do to say or not say to them. I was just recently on a flight and Kevin Durant was sitting on a a row in front of me. That's what I mean, man. And you're like, you just don't say nothing. Well, sports is easier for me because if you're not on my team, I can (laughs) give two fucks about you. How do you tell if everyone's masked up, though? Uh, He was six foot nine, and you know, like he looked like Kevin Durant with the mask. Oh, Kevin Durant? I don't know because like he's a zillionaire. Well, Kevin Durant's a zillionaire, and for some reason, it looks like a fire broke out on his head. I don't know why his Uh, hair is like that. Dude, he does. he He has Pesci Home Alone one head. It's, can you bring up a picture of Kevin Durant's hair? Just if you'd like, write that. Everyone will. There'll be a lot of pictures. It must be talked about a ton. That is uh, the hilarious. These guys that stay in basketball so long now, like LeBron James and stuff, watching their hairlines go back <laughs> and the ball. Uh-huh. And then you get to see one season where their hairline comes back because they got yeah. the surgery. Hell yeah! Jay, what yeah. celebrities have you flown with? It's not Jesus. It's a mess. That hair, huh? It's um, I flew with. Well, the he Rizzo. was just with Fat Joe. Yeah, Fat that Joe, was the awkward one. No, they're all awkward to me because. But I, that was the only one you tried to talk. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, Fat Joe, the Rizza from Wu Tang Clan, and oh, there's been like one or two more. I can't think of what they were, but like it doesn't because I've never said anything to them. But I really, oh no, I flew the lead singer of Anthrax and his wife, but I knew them briefly. So that wasn't a weird introduce. Like we did the same, like the same, like uh, gigs together before. So like that wasn't so weird. But the Fat Joe, yeah, the whole flight, I'm like, what am I gonna say, dude? Fat Joe's gonna think I rule with what I say. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then it just he did not at all. And then I ran, like I I got away from him as fast as possible because I felt embarrassed by saying something at all. Yeah, and then when I got far away from him, somebody recognized me, which would have been so cool for him to see. Yeah, yeah, you're like, but oh, he did not at all. Where were you? What's the biggest celebrity you've flown with, Dave? I uh, I really um, I was in the airport one time, and Mitt Romney was uh, walking to the gate or something like that. Oh, really? And wanted a picture with him. I was thinking <laughs> that's a weird. <laughs> that's a weird thing. But he was all like like waving and everything like that. But uh, that's I, I really can't I can't really put my I don't know the celebrities like you guys do like I don't know who's who and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, uh, you know, I think I'm have sure you ever I, have you ever uh, next to someone from Babylon Five? You know, like that's one of cool. these TV shows or something. 
fly to like LA or Aspen or something. You have to go to like celebrity places to see the yeah. celebrity people. I, I was when I was at the cellar the other day, and uh, Kevin Hart was on stage upstairs. It was uh, Che and somebody else. Just felt like a bit of a, a little bit of a star-studded night. And I looked across the room while the band was playing. It was packed, and I go, "Oh shit!" And Erica Badu's here. And Christine was like, really, where? And I go, right over there. That You can see their silhouette. And I go, it's definitely, only Erica Badu has dread, you know, the, those braids and that whatever that go all the way down her back and wears that wrap and a big pilgrim hat. That's her look. That's her thing now, right? You've seen yeah. that there? It was, it was not her at all. <laughs> As I got closer, it was just a woman that dresses identically to Erica That's- Badu. But I was uh, I was moving forward with the confidence that it was definitely her. Yeah, where you're like, that's 100 percent Erica Badu. Oh my god, it's another lady that just decided to look like Erica Badu. So would you, if you saw a celebrity that you knew, would you like engage with them? Like, you know, hey, would you? No, I think it'd be too awkward. I would always be too. The last celebrity that I approached to say something to was uh, a wrestling manager named Paul Heyman because we were on two flights together. And I was like, it was just awkward, and I felt stupid, and I walked away being like, that was it. I shouldn't have done that. You're NWO for life. I got to go. I just want to let you know that I think ECW ruled. Thank you for creating uh, it. We should let Dave go because we got to take a commercial, and then when we come back, we just we went long. So when we come back, we're going to have to just end the show anyway. So let's say well, Dave, of course, is going to be at Caroline's, the show's. Of the year at Caroline's, yeah, um, absolutely. It's, it's, is, a, it's a tradition. It's a it's holiday so tradition. To be back. It's going to be hopefully a safe, fun week. And uh, thank you again, guys, for having me on. It's great to connect again with your fans because they're the ultimate comedy people. So I hope to see you guys down the road. Twenty seventh and thirtieth. It's the it's the shows of the year. I really, it's my favorite thing in New York comedy is David. Yeah, davidtell.com. If you're in New York, year. go go check him out at Caroline's December twenty seventh through the thirtieth. And then Dave, we'll have to have you back in studio the second we're back to hang Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Um, anyway, Christine, thank you, and guys, be safe, and I'll uh, hopefully I'll see you guys over the next couple of weeks. You know. Absolutely, Thanks, Dave. Dave. It's the bonfire. You've been listening to Sirius XM's Bonfire. New episodes every Tuesday through Friday mornings and full shows always on Sirius XM. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days.